We're so glad you're here. You found the Mom Meets World podcast. In this podcast, members of our very large family and often friends meet up to discuss all of the most important things related to families. The most important thing to know about this is that we know hardly anything about the most important things related to families. We do, however, believe in the importance of strong families. And so here we are trying to learn together and trying to encourage each other. And most importantly, trying to encourage you and your family. In today's episode, we are continuing to explore fun, clean media options. And we are starting with the question, why is clean media so important? And we're diving right in with an answer to that question coming from our 17-year-old daughter, Teresa. One of the most important things is like people will use the phrase like you are what you eat or you are what you consume. Um, And I mean, what they're talking about is like your cells replacing themselves um, over time. And so you literally become what you ingest. But I think... Um, like on a chemical level, like what you ingest um, into your brain, like what you consume um, through like media and entertainment um, can like really affect your behavior um, because like ultimately like you emulate what you see around you. Um, and like similar to like how your people will say like you are, you, like you become like who you hang out with. Um, I mean, you're like quote unquote hanging out with the media that you consume. And so you're going to become more like it um, in terms of, like, your behavior. Um, So I think if, like, something doesn't necessarily agree with your moral code, you probably don't want to spend a whole lot of time on it because you're probably going to end up emulating that behavior um, consciously or subconsciously. I love that. I love that. You're only 17. I'm really grateful, by the way, to anyone who's ever made anything that was fairly clean and fun. Um, it's been such a gift. Don't you think you guys to our family to have all those inside jokes through the years and the funny things that we've connected over so many funny inside jokes. Um, the one thing that, well, let me ask you guys first, do you have any favorite, favorite things that you want to bring up? I've got a, a few too, but Avatar, the last Avatar, the last Yeah. If we had a family show, would it be Avatar, the last Avatar? Yeah. Probably. Yeah, maybe I remember yeah. Do you remember this? I think you were too young. Like you were like raised on it, so I think you, you couldn't watch it with us when we were first watching it. But you let me come in for like some of the episodes. Oh, episodes okay, yeah, because it's too scary. Yeah, yeah. But uh, it's not that scary. Also, I haven't seen it. Very. I was like three. Um, but uh, but I used to bribe Jared and Rachel for good behavior with Avatime. Because I already seen you it. You call it Avatime. Yeah, because <laughs> like do all your chores. Avatar, Avatime. You can. We can have Avatime. We can all watch Avatar together. <laughs> It was really cute because I I watched it my freshman year of college and when I got home I was like oh my gosh my family has to see this and so then we'd all gather like around my like tiny little laptop and like and sometimes they'd, they'd also sit in my bed and we just all watch it together it was really it was really fun. I love it what is it about it that people that you guys all love so much besides the fact that our grandson Jackson looks like the Avatar right that's kind of <laughs> that's wild. so true that's <laughs> kind of wild it's he's like wild. a very large bald head. <laughs> He's only a few months old. Um, <laughs> anyway. I mean, it's, I mean, I could talk about why Avatar is good on a billion different levels. Like it has amazing character development and like plot points, um, especially considering like its original target audience was children. Um, I, and I mean, honest, obviously it's watched by pretty much everyone now. Um, 
But like considering that was its original target audience, it's kind of amazing that like it handles everything so incredibly well. Like it is, it has more depth than a lot of shows. That's um, some good themes too. Yeah, like, it has really like, without spoiling too much, there's a lot in there about like compassion and forgiveness, standing up for what you believe in. Like it's it's, it's it, it teaches. I think it teaches good lessons. I totally agree. I think it's awesome. I love how it's a very interesting, um, sweet and sour mix of okay, serious adventure, and all of a sudden it's hilarious. Like they'll just inject some really yeah, funny random really funny. thing. <laughs> yeah, oh, it does have it. a lot of funny parts. I think I having that funny that stuff that. is great. I was thinking of another one too, um, which maybe doesn't have as like powerful lessons. But I remember mom watching I Love Lucy with you when uh-huh. I was little. Oh, I love it. That. that was so fun. It was so, so fun. many good laughing times. Yeah, and it's funny because it's such an yeah. old show. But I think I think it yeah. was an old show when you were a kid. Like yeah. it's been around forever. Yeah, yeah. But uh, but yeah. it's like just sort of universally funny. She is so hilarious. Oh my gosh. That, that, I- I hope I love Lucy lasts till the end of until the right. millennium. It deserves it, to. It deserves to. It is so classic. Apparently, the guy is it is it Ricky Ricardo? It's not his real name. Ricky something. The guy who played Ricky Ricardo. So her husband in real life. Oh yeah, Ricky Sanchez maybe something. Like that. Something. But I don't remember. We all yeah. Somebody knows Desi and Ricky whatever. Anyway, um, that guy said, I want to make this, this show in a way that will, it will last. Because if you notice some of the shows from those days don't last the tape disintegrated. Oh, yeah, literally they're gone. Yeah, yeah. 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 So this guy, Ricky said, I really, really want it to be, um, I'll even fund my own money. He gave some of his own money to make sure that it was made correctly so that it would last. And what a total gift that has been to all of us, hasn't it? Some of the funniest laughter we've had when, when you guys yeah. were little. Do you remember the Andy Griffith show, Teresa? Yeah, of course. You're so <laughs> with the Andy Griffith show. <laughs> what do you, you want to talk about I that mean, for a second? I remember when I was like really little, we <laughs> had all of the discs. Yeah. Um, back yeah. when, you know, people used DVD players, which I guess isn't really as much of a thing anymore because people use streaming services. I don't actually think we have a DVD player anymore. Um, but back when we had a DVD player, we had the entire Andy Griffith show on DVD. Um, and I think I got sick one time when I was in like second or third grade. Um, and I didn't want to watch it because I was like, oh, it's like, it's, it's old. And like, I didn't like, and I didn't like yeah. anything that hadn't come out before I was, that had come out before I was born because I was an annoying kid. Um, <laughs> yeah, but it did not. It came out three years after it. Oh, right. there you go. It waited. It waited for her. <laughs> um, but I think that, um, yeah, mom was like, oh, you should watch this. And I was like, absolutely not. This looks disgusting. Um, but I did end up watching it, um, and I was immediately obsessed with it, and I binged through, I think, like, the first two seasons um, yeah. because I was sick. Um, and then I watched the third one, and I just, I loved it. Um, it was super fun. And what do you love about it? I mean, it's like, I don't know, I feel like a lot of the stuff that's targeted towards people um, for, like, shows are stuff with, like, very hard-hitting, exciting concepts. Um, like, oh, this fantastic adventure with all these cool machines, and, like, um, just like stuff to like keep people interested, but like it doesn't really have that. It's just kind of like this dad and his kid, mm-hmm. um, like living in this very small town, um, where like not a lot happens. Um, but it's so charming. Um, that's the word. And you become really attached to the characters. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah, it's like I don't know. It's like if The Office was like a show about a dad and his kid and significantly less. Yeah. Um, funny. In your face. <laughs> Totally. I had a friend who said shows like that make you feel safe. 
like all is right with the world. It's like a comforting blanket around you. And fortunately you had a really, you know, an, a safe life, but some people, I think maybe it's a little harder and maybe their family's a little dysfunctional or something. And that is like an extra blessing. I think to have that, yeah, it's really that wholesome safety, too. really wholesome. That's a good word for it. Wholesome Dick Van Dyke. Another one I'd love to talk about, but I'm going to save that for Jaden because Jaden and I share that one and we absolutely adore that one. Um, any other old things. Have you guys ever seen the show that girl? I, know you I think love, it's been I like know one or two episodes. Love that show. We also love Jane that Jane watch a ton of it. Yeah, so Jade and I are going to talk about that one. But real quick, can I tell you a story about that girl? Really quick. This is so wild. If I haven't told you this before, so when I was a little girl, I was obsessed with with a number of things. But one of them was this is so dumb. The bakery thing called a Napoleon. Have you ever had a Napoleon? Okay, it's like it's like a layered, flaky. It's like if you took an eclair and kind of put a polished sheen, a little veneer of um, chocolate and vanilla on the top, and then cut it into an oblong, like a rectangle. I'll have to show you one. But when we go to the bakery, I think I'd want one. And if I ever got one, I couldn't finish it. They were so rich, three bites in, and you're just so full, especially as a kid. But they were so cool to me, and I didn't really know why. The other thing that was so cool to me was a roll-top desk. I thought, when I grow up, I hope I get a roll-top desk. And then years later, I did buy one from someone, and I was so excited to get home, and I still couldn't figure out why. What was the big deal with a roll-top desk? Okay, you guys, just a few years ago, I watched um, I watched an old That Girl episode, and it was the episode where she meets Donald Hollinger. By the way, it's Desi Arnaz. That's who we're thinking of. Oh, that's last name. Yeah. It's Desi Arnaz, not Ricky. But anyway, yeah, I, don't know I thought I of that afterwards. But anyway, so, but Donald, she meets Donald and they're having dinner and they have a Napoleon. And the episode is about her getting a roll top desk. Where am I going with this? I was only like five when I saw that, that girl episode. Oh, weird. And it stuck in my subconscious. Little messaging. Totally. Which is why, yeah, it's so wonderful when we can put good things into these little things we call kids, but they're really just these sponges, these spongy kids. Um, okay. Let's talk about some funny things that we have watched that are sort of more current. So what are you thinking of? Have you guys seen, um, you've seen the flight of the Concords, right? I mean, some of it's not appropriate. Okay. We know that we know that maybe most of it is apparently, but when TJ was in college, our oldest son was in college, they were always, all these kids were looking for the cleaner stuff and they'd send me clips. So you've seen the one about, I'm not crying, right? Yeah, that is a fan. <laughs> So bizarre. I quote that one to my husband all the time. I'm not crying. And the rain. (laughs) Okay, all our listeners, you have to check that out. I'm not crying by Flight of the Concords. You can find it on the internet. How about Food of Fafa? That that video is so weird. Food of Fafa. Another quotable one. Inner City Pressure is apparently the name, the one where they talk about the shoes. Why are the shoes so expensive? Oh, I thought that was hard. I think it's called Issues. Oh, it's called yeah, Issues. Issues. Okay, I'm going to have the wrong one. one. I probably have the wrong one. Okay. Um, have you seen Key and Peele's You Can Do Anything? Yeah. Yes. That's a classic. Great video. Highly recommend. Gideon's Kitchen. Have you seen that? I have no idea. No, what is that? Oh, you guys. We should watch it right now. Oh, wait, wait. So wait, is that the one where he's like... Totally clean. I love it, but I hate it. This is the worst <laughs> dish I've ever tried. Because it's so good, I'm angry. Like yeah, you have to, you have to see it. It's you like have to see it. Every cookie show ever, where it's, they kind of like yeah, psych the people yeah. out. <laughs> yeah. So that's a good one. If I ever figure out how to do show notes, I will list all of these in the show notes. But I'm not there yet, guys. <laughs> but we'll get there. I just haven't had time to do it. Um, have you seen um, Papyrus? It's oh, a clean that's SNL. that SNL skit. Yeah, that, that Katie loves. loves. Or Matt Foley, motivational speaker, the van down by the river. Oh, that's a classic. Yeah. That is a classic. We love that one. Don't, I saw something funny. Rachel was, uh, Rachel was the other day and was like, she's like, it's so funny that Matt Foley 
Like, mm-hmm. like the worst fear of that generation was that they could be in a van down by the river. And my generation, all, all everyone wants to do is get a van and live down by the river. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty accurate. It's very, very funny. And then she sent me a bunch of pictures of like beautiful tricked out bands. And I was like, I don't know if I see it. I think I might have been one generation above that, but I kind of see it when I'm looking at this really nice van. Like, like that's like got like velour couches and like yeah. chandelier. They didn't know about vans like, like that. I didn't realize vans, this was an option. <laughs> it's like the new tiny home. And then like beautiful like shots of rivers. And, you know, wow. Yay. Actually, wow. Wow. Have you seen um, Avengers News Report? It's a clean SNL. I had to dig a little no, deeper to get that one. Watch that. Very funny. Thor is, is very funny. Um, Don't Make Me Sing with uh, Kristen Wiig. There's a lot of clean ones with Kristen Wiig. Good, worth, worth looking at. Um, Dry Bar Comedy. People have various opinions about that one, but if you need something consistently clean, Dry Bar Comedy is pretty fun. Don't hate me, but I, it might You're be not consistently clean, but it's not consistently funny. Yeah, yeah. And neither actually is... Ooh. You're not consistently excited about it either, Treat or Emily? Uh, no. no, not usually, but I have seen some yeah. funny clips. I saw one that was talking about how, I think it was a healthy wife, healthy life, or something like that, uh-huh. and I kind of related to it a little bit. And I actually love sweets and stuff, but I also like sometimes like to try like weird vegetables and stuff, yeah. and so I showed Ben, and he laughed pretty hard. <laughs> yeah. It's just about how he marries this girl, and like like everything suddenly, looked, he's like he's like, I thought that I was pretty healthy, but like... She was taking it to some weird, crazy level. Like, it's like the first thing she did was throw out all my milk. And I was like, I thought milk was one of the healthy choices. <laughs> she's like, oh, but it's not healthy enough milk. <laughs> okay. So drive our comedy is a hit and miss, but I love the concept. Don't you? That they took all of these comedians and they said, if you'll do it clean, we'll fly you here and we'll, you know, make it possible for you to be known under this umbrella called drive our comedy. And there's, there are some really good things. Jim Gaffigan, I know we talked about this the last episode, but he does a thing called Let's Get Cooking right now, and it, they, it's raising money gonna, for people in New York. I know it's stupid and cheesy. I'm going to be honest. I, but I love it. Funny. I know. Not everybody, yeah, not everybody has the I like things. Jim Gaffigan, but I don't think that's his best thing. Okay, well, how about let's end with Studio C. I know we've talked about that before, and I've actually written two articles about it in the Huffington Post. If you look up Huffington Post, Mary Bell, you'll find these articles about Studio C. I love, love, love um, a lot of studio C. Some of it is not very funny, but there are some that are hilarious. Not every script lands. Um, have you seen from the new studio C world war two telephone? Yeah, that's a funny one. That is funny. Really funny. The best one I've seen recently is the one where he like, Diana has a lot of opinions on it. Um, it's, it's the one where he's sitting in like his comfy chair and he gets like his like drink and his sandwich to like, go watch something or something. But then he has to get up because his like phone needs plugged in, or he realized he didn't put like a drink in his thing. I just feel like it was so relatable. I don't know. I, that's embarrassing. I need to watch this. But one. the best part about not being pregnant anymore is that I can finally like flail around to grab my cords and I'm having to get up out the couch after I'm comfy to get it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so true. Oh, we have to see. I need to watch it. it. Okay. So after this funny. podcast, so let's go yeah. watch it. Okay. We're gonna watch a bunch of matches. It'll be fun. Have you seen? Um, he fell in a well. Yeah, that was pretty funny. Oh, okay, I did not think it was... Like, we, we have some different opinions. We do. What is we do. We do. Some hot okay. Studio C yeah. Not every teenager might like that one, but I thought it was hysterical. I love Studio C. Um, but... Do you have any favorite Studio C skits? Um, I mean, I hate to be that person and be like, oh, but the older ones were so much better. Because I like the new ones. I think there's yes. some really good ones. Yes. Um, but there's a couple older skits... Um, like the the one where it's like oh it was the butler that uh, that's like that's, that's a classic that's TJ's favorite um, that's a funny one yeah and then there's that really old one it was like James Austin 
That's um, hilarious. Like the two guys have the duel. It's no so joke. Funny. I saw it's that very one. Very funny. I literally saw that one live when they first performed it Whoa. for Divine Comedy. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. A lot of the old Divine Comedies on YouTube actually are so are really are, funny too. And yeah, and a lot yeah. of them I think they they changed the studio scenes once yeah, they, they did. started yeah. to. Any ones that come to mind from the old, like uh, the Little Maya Maid, is that what you're thinking? Oh, yeah, they would do, like, yeah. complete, there was this, they did this, like, super long one, and it was the Phantom of the Awkward. So ridiculous. <laughs> that is a great one. It's so, so funny. With the songs. I still think that the Lord of yeah. the Rings one is one of the best things oh, I've for ever sure. seen. That was really good. I quote it on the daily to this day. <laughs> I would, what is the one about, I, we ran out of gas and... I I saw that this day or not. On oh this yeah, day. it's it's hard. You, you kind of have you to kind of have to watch and it. kind of have to watch Lord of the Rings. Yeah, but yeah. actually, the guy who wrote it, Brandon Mole, is now like a popular children's author. Fun fact for you. That is so cool. Um, he wrote Fablehaven. I think a lot of people don't know that. Yeah, that's so cool. And he was your professor, right? Um, he or was that Brandon like Sanders lectures? Oh, okay, um, okay. But uh, but you yeah, the original yeah, like uh, Divine comedies are so funny. Yeah. And the energy in that crowd, if you ever get down to BYU and can go to that crowd, I went to one of them too. And they've done the, the energy's off the hook. When you go down there, you've got to go to there. They've got the little light sticks and people are screaming and there's, Oh, the energy is so fantastic. Um, okay. Well let's, that's all our, we have for clean entertainment for right now, what we have time for, but I thought we'd just end too with another category. If anything comes to mind, any favorite books? They don't have to necessarily be funny, but that have been super entertaining. Oh, I feel like you. that topic is going to take about a million years. Okay, we may have to do more on it later, but let's just give a few. Just, I'm, I'm going to name a few real quick. If anything comes to mind, Anne of Green Gables, Little Women, All of a Kind Family. That's a children's book about a little Jewish family that was one of my favorites as a kid. Um, Velveteen Rabbit, maybe my all-time favorite book. Um, anything coming to mind? We keep talking about one, The Trumpet of the Swan. Oh, by the same lady who wrote Charlotte's Web, but I think it's like less known. It's so good. I read that book over. Well, I mean, I can't even say I read it. When I was like three or four, Dad would read to me before we went to bed, and we read that book a billion times. Yeah, Dad read it to us too. And get this, I liked it so much that I would sneak in and listen to Dad read it to other kids. Like when I was way too old for it, like in high school, he'd read it to Jared and Rachel, and I would sneak in there and listen to it too. Did he read to every kid? He read it. Just like I think so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe not like every kid individually, but like right. every kid over the years. Got to for hear sure. it. Like Teresa and Jaden, yeah. Jared and Rachel. Yeah. Me and Katie. That's so cool. I have like very distinct memories of like holding it in my tiny hands and thinking it was like such a big book, and then being older and finding my copy of it and being like, "Wow, this is actually a really short book." Oh, but it was so meaningful. Oh, yeah, it's a really good book. He was such a good dad to reach you guys. That is so beautiful. So our fam- our favorite book is probably our family book has got to be Trump of the Swan. Favorite t- TV show, um, Avatar, and favorite movie. Let's just say it. Lord of the Rings. No. Would you say Lord of the Rings? Oh, the original Star Wars trilogy from the, from the, oh, Star Wars. Yeah, that's a pretty good one, too. Yeah, those are fantastic. But what about, I'm singing in that's the That's true. Rain. That's another family. That's our, like a, maybe our favorite musical. But in terms of which one I've seen most of members of this family, it's probably Lord of the Rings. Yeah. <laughs> the I'm amount of times that I've watched right. the second half of yeah. Return of King with Dad is untold. <laughs> okay, um, audience, those are some great ideas for you. We're going to wrap it up. Dad just came in from the kitchen and waved at me and said, mouthing, so I'm going to add, end with this. Heidi, that is actually probably Dad's favorite book of all time. That is such really a good, good book. book. Isn't it? Yeah. And that's a clear, the classic read aloud. Yeah, that he's read to you guys. That was and, a prize in that book. Just to yeah. Bit. Isn't that just so sweet? It's so sweet. Well, let's talk about another time why Heidi is so meaningful. Maybe we can get that in another um, another podcast. 
All right, friends. Uh, we love you. Thank you for joining us. I didn't even get to the little kid books. Okay. We'll definitely have to do more on this later. Um, and we hope you have a great day and thanks for coming. We'll see you on the next podcast. Bye.